Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Mike Parker here alongside Artie Tafoya from ABC and a special guest this week. It's the head brewer from Appalachian, Cliff Plank. Artie and Cliff, how are you guys doing? Hey, Mike. Doing great. Doing well, Mike. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, if you, if you hear a little bit of ambient sound, I guess, in the background, it's, it's just the atmosphere because we are in the flagship today. We are at Harrisburg. It's, it's been a big new year for you guys. You're back open here in the city of Harrisburg, and things are up and running with with a few tweaks, right? Yeah, you know, Mike, we, uh, we I think we may have mentioned that we were, we were getting open in the last podcast, or we had just opened uh, with some changes. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we have more uh, table ordering, and, and also, um, uh, you know, we did go cashless at this location uh, for, for uh, specific reasons of trying to just scale things back. Uh, but we've been open. We got through Farm Show Week and uh, the rest of January, and now we're heading into February. And uh, we're looking forward to, you know, having a good sportsman show week as well. Exactly. Yeah. You see the billboards around for the the, the Great American Outdoor Show, right? That the biggest yep. biggest outdoor show in the world is literally a mile down the street here on Cameron Street in Harrisburg. And uh, Cliff Plank is the, uh, the head brewer here at ABC. And the, that means you need to have a lot of beer ready. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we do. Uh, and, and you know, before I actually was was here, uh, you know, on Team ABC, um, you know, this place that I heard before pre you know pre COVID was insane. You know, you, it was kind of, for lack of a better word, ass to elbow uh, in this place. You know, for a week straight. So, you know, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, kind of getting back to. Uh, the old ABC and uh, you know almost the stories that I've always heard before moving down to this area and getting to experience it myself. So. It's cool. It's cool to watch the guys that come in and try to like sell their hunting and fishing like you know charter and guide trips and stuff from like in the Midwest and stuff. And they they come to Appalachian every night <laughs> and like then they're walking out with like cases of soda and and growlers full of beer and it's like so i mean they're taking the abc name across the country with them when they leave so it's a good week not only for the people who are here uh you know um in working in the restaurant to stay busy and and, uh, keep up with that pace but it's just great great for overall marketing i mean of the brand you probably have lots of repeat customers from over the years from big shows that happen in harrisburg right Artie? you you bet mike we we see groups of people come in and they come every year and i think last year was was canceled yeah um, so it'll be good to have some of them back you know it was sort of a, a condensed farm show I yeah think they're probably I don't know what they, I didn't hear their attendance numbers Mike but I I'm assuming that you know they were down you know to 60% of the normal uh, just because you know everybody's trying to get back back mm-hmm. into things here but um, you know, we're hoping that the Sportsman Show does a little bit better than that. Yeah. And uh, we get some of those uh, groups that we have come in here, and they've been coming here for years. Well, February's a big month, you know, because, uh, well, it's like it's like the lover's month, right? you got the lover's holiday. Valentine, we, t- we actually, we're recording on Groundhog Day, uh, and uh, that's a, we're past that holiday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and now we're, we'll look forward to uh, Valentine's Day. Cliff, you've got a dark beer sitting in front of you, and I've got one sitting in front of me. Um, Artie, I don't know what you're drinking over there. Okay, <laughs> I got the old standby Hoppy Trails. Okay, Mike. so you got the Hoppy Trails IPA, but Cliff, you you brewed up something special. Yeah. So uh, what we've got here is uh, it's called our uh, Midnight Refrigerator. It's uh, an 8.5 percent. Uh, pastry stout and uh, you're gonna 
smell and taste flavors of uh, chocolate covered cherry cheesecake. So you got that graham cracker, you've got vanilla, like the cinnamon, uh, the sweet cherries, uh, and all that kind of melds together with that, uh, you know, malty chocolatey base uh, of the beer itself. And I just took my first sip because I couldn't use the description. I wanted to experience it while I was tasting it. You're right on. I mean, first of all, I. I can, can sort of smell the chocolate and I can s smell that there's a, a sweetness to it. But once you describe the, the cherries, that's where I'm kind of picking up those. Cherry compliments cheesecake and right. graham crackers. So it's not like I'm tasting cheese here. Really. Right, you're not. No, you're not. You know, very well balanced. Um, Delicious. You know, I'll be honest, when, you know, we, our assistant brewer, Scott Zeller, is actually the one that kind of came up with the idea of the flavor profile. You know, I kind of got to sit back and listen to everybody's uh, ideas, and I'm not a big fan of cherries in a stout. I never have been. Um, but I kind of let it ride, and, you know, it's, it was almost like day, day by day, you know, and it came to time to put the cherries in. And uh, yeah, it came out way better than than I than I had imagined. Uh, and you know, next day we after 24 hours of it sitting on those cherries, and another 24, it just kept getting better and better. Uh, the balance was is fantastic. Uh, nothing really offsets uh, itself or overpowers as far as like one flavor. It kind of just really you get that whole experience uh, in that beer without you know, anything overtaking. So I'm really proud of it. I think the team did a good Definitely. job Definitely. with the beer. Delicious. Artie, what did you think when you first tried the, the I, Midnight Fridge Raider? Yeah, you know, I, to be honest with you, Mike, I, you know, coming from my roots of brewing, I, pastry stouts are not in my forte, you know, so uh, I'm a little too old to be making pastry stouts, uh, you know, back in the day. But uh, right now, um, I'll tell you what, I taste it. They, they, they sort of described it to me. I tasted it and, and got a chance to taste it a little bit through the process. But the one thing that I that really stands out to me is the mouthfeel of it. Yeah. That's where I, you know, I explained to a lot of people that I've, of course, uh, tasted it with more recently. And the mouthfeel is almost the cheesecake portion of it. You know how mm. when you eat a cheesecake, you get that sort of creamy type mouthfeel. That's what this beer gives me in the middle, that middle palate. Yeah. So you have that upfront sweetness. Uh, I love that stout flavor, the cherries, everything comes over and then it, and it finishes with the, I get a little bit more of the graham cracker on the, yep. the very finish, mm -hmm. so uh, it's a, it truly it's an experience, I love it. No, it's, it's, it's delicious, and I mean, I'm going to say this too, you know, just, just from the standpoint of anybody who's scared of a stout, because the quote unquote, it's a, I don't like thick beers or anything, like, this is not a thick, there's no thickness to this, in my, in my opinion, it's a dark beer. But it's really pleasant, really just, it's just delicious. Yep. So. Full body, but not thick. It does have yeah. a nice body yeah. to it. Um, right. Softer. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I think it's approachable for for those who, you know, maybe not, maybe don't drink stouts as much as you know, me or, or you. No, no, <laughs> really, really good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't shy away from having somebody come in and just like the flavor profile. Give that a try. I think, uh. I think you're right on with it. So, guys, if you come into you know the Appalachian Brewing Company location here in, around the month of February, just in time for Valentine's Day, the Midnight Refrigerator is on tap, and I think you guys canned some of this too, right, on the new canning line. We did, yeah. Uh, so this was this beer uh, in particular was our actual first full run on our uh, new Cody uh, canning system. Uh, so we just put that in here a few weeks ago, and. Uh, 
Yeah, we're kind of getting into, you know, we're not getting rid of the, the whole bottle, which everyone is used to seeing our products, but it's kind of that transition into what a lot of breweries and a lot of consumers are looking for in packaging. Uh, Artie, you've been hearing those bottles clank around in the back of the brewery for a couple of decades now. <laughs> yeah. what's, it, yeah. what's it like to see the aluminum cans being filled with the Appalachian uh, Brewing Company beer? As far as I'm concerned, Mike, it's glorious, you know. <laughs> we're, you know like, like Cliff said, we're not going to get rid of the, the bottles because I think there's a great place for bottles and cans. And, you know, one of the things that we learned over the over the last couple years is, you know, we need to be set up to be very diverse in, in our in our offerings. And um, you know, let's just say cans aren't available for some reason. We've got bottles, and if bottles for some reason uh, uh, something happens there, we've got cans. So we're, we're much better set up as a company having the canning line along with everything else that we we have going and. And we're looking forward to, to offering some of our flagships in both, mm -hmm. but also maybe uh, mostly specialties uh, in cans. You know, cans are so much easier to make and produce because you don't have the six-pack carrier, the case pack, and all those different things. Really, you just use a tray and what we call pack techs, which are the uh, little uh, contraptions that hold the six cans together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are boxes for cans and stuff like that, but uh, we're just sort of getting getting a run at it and getting started. Uh, I will say, Mike, that we just did uh, some costing work, uh, and uh, a can and a lid is officially more expensive than a bottle and a crown. No kidding. So, wow. you know, it, and it just so happens that way, the market, uh, there was a shortage in cans, so of course the price goes up. Right. You know, so uh, we're, we're looking at about 19 cents for a can and a, and a lid. Where a bottle and a crown is probably around 15 cents. So it's hmm. just sort of crazy, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, you would think that a can would be much less than a bottle. I think where we gain and where where we make up that amount and maybe even some, some more is in shipping. Shipping, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because right. the cans are much, so much lighter than to ship across yeah, uh, into sense. another state or wherever. Uh, as opposed to those heavy bottles. Well, diversity of the product is great because like, there's, quite frankly, there's just some places where you, bottle, glass bottles are not welcome. They don't make sense. You know, you don't want to have them. You know, look, if I had the choice between in the summertime having a glass bottle around the pool or, a, you know, a can, I would probably go with the can because, if, you know, did you drop a bottle around the pool, you got people in bare feet. I mean, I'm just giving one example of probably a million tailgating up at Penn State or wherever you want to go, Shippensburg. Like, uh, you know, these are places that probably the can's a little bit easier to haul around, too. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm the worst beer consumer because whether it's in a can or a bottle, I still pour it in a glass. So it oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just a vessel until it gets to you. It's just for transport. <laughs> All right, well, it's been a good start to the podcast, guys. Good to be back with you here as we kick off the month of February. We're here with uh, it's me, Mike, and Artie, and Cliff. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what to look forward to as we approach Valentine's Day. And I guess we're going to get to know you a little bit more, Cliff. So we'll talk to you in just a minute when we come back on the Appalachian. Brewing Company Podcast. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company Podcast. It's Mike, it's Artie, and it's Cliff. Cliff Plank is the, the head brewer here at ABC. I know it's been a couple of years, though, amazingly, we've talked about you, but Artie, like, Cliff hasn't actually been. We, we, 
we thought about this. The last time he was on the podcast was February of 2020. Okay, before things all went to crap, you had an awesome beer festival here uh, at, in Harrisburg, the Winter Warmer Fest. That's right. That seems like so long ago. It was oh, only man. two short years ago. Ages. Yeah, yeah ages yeah. ago. I think that's <laughs> right when we pretty much not, we, we started. That was somewhere around the first five episodes wasn't it oh yeah yeah we had we we had tons of different and so actually if you're finding our podcast somehow after two years or whatever which is cool to think about we've been doing it for two years that was a good episode because there was we had multiple guests we didn't know you know i probably was drinking during it <laughs> like you know more i mean if, if i had 15 15 uh, brewers come up to the table during that podcast that's that right. means i had at least 15, 15 samples yeah, <laughs> but right. my wife was with me so uh but when we finished up the podcast i said i will come hang out with you i said i just have to do this for artie <laughs> well, thank you, Mike. No, it was great. Actually, I really remember. I, I, the alcohol mustn't have had that great of an impact because I actually remember that episode. It's cool. And Cliff, you were brand new, but you've actually been you're brand new to ABC, but, but you've been brewing around this area for a long time. Just fill us in again for people who haven't met you yet through uh, through the podcast. What your where you started, how you got here? Uh, yeah. So I started, uh, I guess, brewing as a home brewer. Uh, it was a passion that quickly became uh, an obsession. And, uh, you know, I did work in within the industry. Uh, I was doing uh, marketing for Diageo, working for Guinness at the time, and uh, was just brewery hopping anywhere, any time I traveled. Uh, and that kind of led to my first uh, uh, my first brewing gig, which was uh, Brewmaster at Chatty Monks uh, there in Reading. So I was there for about three years uh, before moving a little closer to home, uh, which uh, landed me at uh, Tattered Flag in Middletown. Uh, at which I was about a year there before coming here, and so I've February seventeenth will be my two year uh, here at ABC. Cool. And so obviously it's been an interesting time because you probably yeah. hit the ground running, and then all of a sudden things came to a little bit of a halt. But that doesn't mean you stopped brewing beer. No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, it was almost like a movie uh, to me, where it was right around St. Patrick's Day of twenty twenty, and I can. I mean, I, it's uh, it's ingrained in my mind, but the, all the decorations from St. Patrick's Day were here, and they were here for nine months. And it was it was kind of like going in through a zombie movie where you know the the Christmas trees up from five years ago, and you know it's just deserted and left the way it was, and and that's kind of you know what happened. So it's been a really weird two years, um, but I, I feel now where you know you're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and we have a lot of exciting things going on, and kind of just you know dipping our toes into a lot of things uh you know we're talking a lot about harrisburg and, and, and our team here but you know mechanicsburg has a, a ton going on too uh right. they got a can line uh as well so we didn't just get one but we got two um so that gives those guys uh the ability to do a lot more with their their seltzers and you know they're doing their sodas and liquor just every, everything that they're doing over there it just that's exciting too so yeah. the company as a whole, uh, we just have a lot going on. Artie, what is it that you like? Obviously, you're a brewer yourself. You're the OB here, the original brewmaster, right? So, so when you deal, you've, de you've dealt with a lot of different brewers and brewing styles over the year, years, and, and you know, certainly they got to get to know how to brew some of these flagship ABC beers. But then they all bring their own twist, and and you've talked very highly of Cliff for the past two years. What is it about him that that you appreciate about his style and the the way that he 
he runs the, the brew house. Well, you know, one thing I, I love about not only Cliff, but Bruce as well, is, is they really both uh, have a commitment to, to making super great beer, you know, and they just, they, they don't cut corners, um, they don't, uh, they, they, you know, there's no shortcuts in what they do, and, um, you know, I've watched the guys, I've, I sit back and I watch them and I'm just like, this is great, and then you taste the beer, and you're like, you can taste their commitment in the beer, and it's pretty amazing to me, you know, that you have uh, that type of a team together, uh, and with Scott involved too, and of course, all the other guys in, in production that we have, uh, you know, they're just all sort of working in the same direction. It's so nice to, to see people doing that. And, and uh, you know, you, you, every time you take a sip, you taste their quality, and it's, it's awesome. All right, well, listen, I want to actually take a sip. I want to cheers because I just, we talked a, a couple minutes ago about some of the big events happening in Harrisburg and, you know, people trying, you know, Appalachian Brewing Company products uh, while they're in town. Cliff is actually now, uh, I saw you accepted an award down at the farm show for uh, as part of their their brewer's contest. What And you're actually, one, it's actually a beer that everybody knows. It's a, you know, it's a Harrisburg-born beer. So tell us about the award that you won and the, and the beer style you won for. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, congrats to the whole ABC team uh, for sure. I was just the one that got to, you know, <laughs> accept the award. Um, but, yeah, we took a, a first place uh, in the amber lager category uh, for our Cabona Fest, which is our you know seasonal Oktoberfest that comes out uh, every fall. Um, so yeah, super excited about that. Uh, there were a lot of a lot of good breweries and a lot of uh, good brewers and, and, and good beer that that were entered into that competition. And uh, to take that category, uh, especially for this brewery. Um, I, I feel like ABC is is a brewery that's made good loggers for a very very long time. That one means something. It's personal. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. I, I mean, I hope it means a lot to Artie, to be honest, because you know these are his babies and his beers, and you know we're just doing our part, uh, you know, to make the best beers that we can. And uh, yeah, it's it's a hard category. I mean, a logger, it's no joke. I mean, you can't. You can't fix mistakes in a lager. You know, you can mask mistakes in other styles of beer, but not a lager. So, uh, you know, you're really striving for perfection in that style. So, yeah, yeah, really exciting. You know, it's not the most glamorous beer. You know, hey, we didn't, we didn't win the the fruited sour category or you know something like that. But, um, but you know, fruited sour. Yeah. well, hey, I'm not, I'm not picking on it. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm good, but uh, it's one of my I like those two. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Amber Lager category is way better, and Artie, I know how much you love the Capona Fest. That's, I mean, seriously, that's a that's a that's an iconic beer. It's an iconic seasonal for for ABC. Yeah, when it came out this year, I was like, this is spot on. These guys just hit a home run, and uh, so it was very nice. Uh, you know, the, more recently, every every beer they're making, I felt that way about. So so it's not like uh, you know these guys are. Um, uh, hitting some and missing some they're just hitting everything and it just so happened that that beer uh, was one of the ones we entered right. and won with and and happy to be one of the local companies that uh you know in the farm show area uh that, that won awards well i actually had to judge apple pies at the farm show a couple of years uh, let me tell you apple pies there were 67 counties in pennsylvania and there were 67 entries so i don't know how many entries there were in the amber lager category but Judging could not have occurred if there were a beer from each county. <laughs> so you, 
I would say probably the last beer before the person passed out was the one that won. But no, <laughs> under there, so there was probably a pro- some good contenders. But oh, for we, sure. I mean, the, the Capona Fest is a great beer, and I enjoyed it this summer when it was in cans. By the way, <laughs> Capona Fest is definitely near and dear to a lot of our hearts. So great job by by the entire brew staff. And, Thank uh, you. Cliff, well deserved. So, guys, when we come back, we, we said we'll talk a little bit about Valentine's Day, how you can involve some Appalachian Brewing Company into that uh, lover's holiday. We'll be right back. It's Mike, and it's Artie and Cliff on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. All right, we're back on the podcast right now at uh, Appalachian Brewing Company, hanging out here with Artie and Cliff Plank, the head brewer at Appalachian. And uh, guys, it's Valentine's Day. So Artie, I think we talked about it before. I guess I'll start things off. First of all, uh, a, a quick cheers here because I switched beers. So right. I now uh, I enjoyed my Midnight Refrigerator, the pastry stout, which was delicious. But I'm going to wash it down with uh, an on-point pills. So perfect beer right you do that well you go midnight and then you go pills I, 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 you want, <laughs> you, you're not tasting anything here mike but that's all right it's all <laughs> it's right okay that's fine but so it's definitely a palate cleanser that's right. yes okay. yeah yeah it's been a minute since i finished that one so my you're buds okay. have recovered the all taste right, buds good. it's really good it's yeah. really good and i've got the argyle sweater the ip oh, here always Man, very this is banging super flavorful the aroma's awesome, flavor's awesome, just couldn't be happy with that beer. Cliff's got the uh, award-winning Capona Fest over there, so... Hey, Alright, awesome. So we're yeah. drinking beer and we're talking about Valentine's Day and like, I've been married at this point for 18 years. Valentine's Day, I do remember dating, when I dated my, my wife Tara for, oh gosh, I don't know, I think I made her like a homemade... Like, I think I made her, like, a steak one time, and she actually ate it and just thought, like, this guy's really huge. Like, I don't think, no, she... You I, know how to bring him in, Mike. I don't know if I'm talented, or if she thought it was definitely well-meaning. <laughs> she, she ate some of it. And then I remember, t- you know, we went out on dates, like, you know, like, for date night. Like, I definitely bought her flowers. Um, I definitely... We went out to like a little Italian restaurant or something. Like, and we definitely come to ABC a couple of times over the years. But... I don't know. You know, now that I've got, we we have kids, I have a 13-year-old daughter, I try to spread things out. Like, the the kids buy, like, the Valentines that they take to school and stuff, and, and like, candy hearts, and, um, you know, so it's kind of gotten a little different. Like, kind of, my Valentine's Day has kind of gone into that kid mode at this point. And and if I buy some flowers or something like that for my wife and my daughter, that's kind of what I'm doing, just to kind of let them know that I'm thinking about them. But Artie, what, what about you? At Valentine's Day, what, what's what, what has Carrie experienced over the years? <laughs> well, you know, Mike, I'm a I'm a romantic. You know, that's that's in my DNA. You know, uh, I don't work very often, so I spend a lot of time thinking about what I can do on Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, uh, so you know what, Carrie has become. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> a wife of low expectations, I would say. <laughs> Is that? I don't That's know fair. if I should say that about myself, really. <laughs> but uh, but truly, I mean, we've been we've been married 27 years. Um, you know, it, it, now it's about big surprises. So I don't. I, I've sort of given up on Valentine's Day, but I, you know, but anniversaries. You know, we did our 25th, and and we were supposed to go to Spain. 
Um, now, this is a little bit about me, of course, and I make it all about me in most cases, but I wanted to go see the running of the Bulls. Yes. So we set up a time to go, and uh, you know we were going to be there uh, for the running of the Bulls. I don't know, it's July of um, 2020, and of course that didn't happen. So, uh, so we talked about it in 2021, no, 2022, maybe. So we're, I still I still am holding that card, and uh, so so uh, I think Carrie, uh, you know, I, my feeling is it should be Valentine's Day every day. You should do something nice for your wife wife every day, and uh, you know that's that's how I uh, that's how I get by. You were saying really we were joking that Arbor Day to you is really oh, big, yeah. right? Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah that's the that's our big romantic holiday. <laughs> Cliff, you have a girlfriend. Um, you're not in the, you know, I don't know. You don't have the decades of experience and wisdom that already shared. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure if that was wisdom or not. Is but. there anything romantic, uh, you know, on the, on tap, shall we say? Uh, so I'm, uh, yes, but uh, I will say that I kind of am like already in the sense of, uh, so you know, I will do the the roses and everything, but. Um, I don't think that, you know, and there needs to be a holiday for you to go out and get your wife or girlfriend flowers. So, um, so she's not a stranger to getting, to getting flowers. So these would just be roses versus something different. Um, but we try to do, we like to travel. Uh, we do it with two dogs, obviously no kids. Um, so this year we're not doing anything because of the Super Bowl being, uh, that same weekend. Uh, but the following weekend we're going to get a Frederick, Maryland for the weekend and just, uh, hit some breweries and some restaurants and hang out just kind of weekend away it is a big holiday for, for some people and it's well, yeah. just a, more of a probably a tradition than it is you know uh, super important to their relationship um, so I would say already when it comes to uh, Appalachian Brewing Company products uh, there's a lot of things you can do to uh, make Valentine's Day special yeah I would say number one is go out and buy your uh, significant other a four pack of midnight refrigerator there you go drink it all and then whatever happens after that happens after that <laughs> i can't right. i can't tell you what to do there <laughs> what happens nine months from february <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, what month is that <laughs> <laughs> damn midnight refrigerator well yeah. listen I, date night at the abc whatever day of the year it is whether it's valentine's day or any other day it's always great we want to make sure you things are different at each location the hours uh, the offerings. So just check out abcbrew.com. You know, call your location ahead of time. Make sure that uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna be open when you want to come in. But uh, Valentine's Day is an important holiday for some people, and for other people, it's just an opportunity to have a little fun, break up the winter blues, and, and spread some love. So, guys, it's been a lot of fun. Anything else you want to mention? You know, I actually, I actually, Cliff mentioned something that I think. I don't want it to be a premature announcement, but. I heard there might be some live music coming back to ABC. Is that a, is that true already? Well, you know, I, I've been in uh, in talks with uh, Sarah. Uh, she uh, she has some things going, and uh, they're looking at getting the Abbey Bar back up and running. So uh, nobody nobody is more excited than Cliff Plank about that. <laughs> I know uh, Cliff and I enjoyed many a many a beer, many a night up there in the Abbey Bar, and. Uh, and I'm sure uh, it, it, uh, the Abbey Bar reopening in his his new home is uh, is probably very welcome to him. Yes, very excited. Uh, you know, I know 
wanting it for two years probably, if not a little bit longer. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to, you know, hopefully see some bands coming through here and, uh, you know, getting this place back to where we used to be. So, um, you know, keep an eye out that. I think, you know, we'll have those Facebook events and stuff like that. So, you know, keep your eye out uh, on those platforms. One thing I will tell you, um, Mike, is that these guys have pushed me harder than anybody. Bruce, Cliff, and all the guys that work here on a daily basis, they're like, Artie, we want to get back to normal. We want to work in a group, but we want this place to be hopping. We want to come in after work and, and talk to customers. We want to, you know, we want to come to Abbey Bar shows. So, so they're pushing me, and, and, uh, and, and we're doing what we can to, to sort of open up as we go here. You know, we started with four days, we moved to five days, we moved to six days. Hopefully we can go uh, open every day here in the next, you know, we're really looking for this, for this spring for everything to start changing a little bit for us. Yeah. You know, let's uh, let's sure keep our fingers crossed and hope that we can move in the right direction here. It's awesome, man. I love to hear the optimism and uh, that the staff is anxious and eager. And then, you know, look, I look around here right now and uh, look, there's people back in the group club and here in Harrisburg where you guys were unfortunately had to close due to some, un you know, un unprecedented circumstances, I guess, as we could say over the last year. So this is, this is just amazing. All good things happening at Appalachian Brewing Company right now. Uh, already, if I want some Appalachian craft spirits, I'm headed to my uh, local good fine wine and good spirits store, right? Or yeah, I can order. Right. I can even order online, right? You can order online. Yep. You can pick it up in Mechanicsburg or our Battlefield location in Gettysburg. So nice. if you're in the, if you're in those areas, you can just pop in and grab it. All right, Cinco de Mayo will be here soon. Uh, can you believe it? Like we'll have like, two more episodes till we're. I guess we're trying out the the uh, Appalachian Craft Spirit Silver within a, in a margarita, right? Oh yeah, let's do that, and let's also hope that uh, that uh, um, Cliff makes his uh, Gosa again. That oh, yeah. uh, margarita oh. Gosa was, yeah, that, was awesome. that was banging. That was banging. Cliff, any last words? I'm going to give you the open mic here to wish everybody well before we sign off. No, just uh, you know, I've had a great time being here, so I appreciate you guys inviting me. Um, and again, to anyone listening, you know, stop on out, especially to Harrisburg location. Uh, we are open. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting this stuff going again. All right. From the craft beer that you love, the craft soda, the craft spirits, your favorite Appalachian Brewing Company brew pub, and the products, wherever you can find them in the stores and retail locations across Pennsylvania and beyond. Uh, just all the latest stuff. Go to abcbrew.com. It's been a lot of fun hanging out with the two brewers and Artie the OB from back in the day <laughs> and the future the, one of the guys that's on the, the team that, that really makes up the future here the head brewer Cliff Plank Cliff it's been great guys thanks cheers say, thank uh, you Mike happy February to everyone we'll see you next month and cheers cheers, cheers.